Hello, and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I am Sarah Alipin, the host of The Wedding Dish and CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. Thank you so much for tuning into The Wedding Dish. Let's dish. And I have with me today my little bud, Clouseau. He is loudly snoring on the floor. You may get to hear him throughout the day. Um, Again, he's my little French bulldog buddy, and he co-hosts for most of these episodes. Um, Today, I actually have a really special guest and for several reasons, but first of all, she's kind of like my heart sister in a lot of ways. Um, She has this way of just um, like embracing you into her – like it's like every time you talk to her, you're getting a big virtual hug and – you just like get absorbed into all of the happiness that she has to give. And um, it's just so lovely. But also she's freaking brilliant. Um, (laughs) Former Emmy-nominated journalist, super, super talented woman, great interviewer. I'm sure she would have done a much better intro than what I'm doing right now. Um, Although I am making her blush, and you know what? That feels like a victory to me. Um, Now turned podcast coach, um, and I am part of her community of Bright Sighters. Um, Christine O'Donnell, thank you so much for being here today. Sarah, hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. That was really lovely intro. Yes, I'm blushing. It was very nice. I wish I could give you a virtual hug. Oh my gosh. Uh, a real it, hug, not a virtual one. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Like, remember when we actually saw each other in person? Yeah. That was that, that one time all those years ago. Now I think it's been like a year plus. Yeah, so. it was uh, February 2020. It was my last trip pre-COVID. Yeah. Well, we're about to be on the same um, coast, so that's gosh, I know. which is it's- so exciting for me because I do math like almost all day now yeah. with so many people on the West Coast that are in the District Bliss community. <laughs> I'm also doing it all the time. I feel I'm like East Coast time, Pacific Standard, Central time. Wait, I have listeners in England. Wait, I have people in Australia. <laughs> what time is it there? I know that's the mm-hmm. thing. It wraps days. So it just mm-hmm. becomes so complicated. I know. We're all like so much closer, I think, virtually than we've ever been before when it comes to distance between it's- us crazy. Yeah. How did how did physical distance actually bring us closer to so many people? That is a really great question and I think people find a way to find their people, their community. And I think when we were all locked down, we were like no, we're not going to be locked down and locked away from people. We're going to find a way to find our people to talk to. And then we did. And Zoom like went through the roof. I was actually using Zoom before. It was like, it's like the cool thing. 
Um, <laughs> now people have Zoom fatigue. Yeah, it's yeah. like wait till that's a diagnosis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you have Zoom fatigue. Here is your here here's your glasses. What are those like blue screen glasses? This will help your blue you. blockers, which <laughs> I'm holding up right now. Yes. yes, here. This will help you sleep at night. It's so true. I've never been in front of a computer this much in my life because even when I was like not an entrepreneur, I was a teacher. I was never – when did I have the luxury to sit down and take attendance? Oh, that's right. Attendance. Oh, yeah. Every day, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. Yep. Wow. Seven Those times kids. a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Um, a lot. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here on The Wedding Dish today. I'm so thrilled to have you. Um, Christine is also the host of Podcast Coaching with Christine. Yes. Um, and so she's also she's also one of those people who's just doing a million entrepreneurial things and loves all of it and um, is fly by the seat of her pants. It really is like you're my soul sister. <laughs> Like, hey, you want to do a recording right now? Let's go. Yeah. We did that like <laughs> eight, nine minutes ago. Yeah. And here we are. Now we're doing it. <laughs> we have been trying to schedule, but we both flaked on scheduling. Yes. It's really true to form. <laughs> <laughs> and also sometimes scheduling becomes work. Yeah. And I feel like so much of my day is like schedule, 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 schedule. And and today I was like, hey, I have an opening. I haven't scheduled yet with Sarah. Maybe she's available right now. We'll see. And I was. And, and we I did. was. Here we are. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm so glad to have you on The Wedding Dish. I'm really excited to dish with you about your wedding day. Um, so <laughs> a little pre-wedding. Uh, how did you and Steve meet? Oh my gosh, I love sharing this story. So Steve and I have been together since our senior year of college. We met in college. Um, we were both in different journalism classes in the same J school. He was actually a semester ahead of me in the journalism world. So um, just to kind of like set the scene, my husband and I have both been TV news reporters for like a very long time um, before I transitioned into podcasting. And and he's still a TV news reporter, but we met in journalism schools as like little like college seniors. Um, and he was, again, a semester ahead of me. So I felt like, and he was really good at editing and shooting, which is not something that I was good at. And so I was like, oh, well... Um, inter- like I always like to learn from people who like know more about things that I don't know. Um, and we ended up signing up to like I signed up for an extra credit project on a Saturday night, which was to film a volleyball game with a high definition camera. His class was the first class to use high definition cameras to do a school project in the country. Like at that time, that was the first like use of high def cameras. So they decided that they were going to do a documentary on themselves. No ego there at all, right? So, so Here we go. But they needed people to shoot. So they asked the lower class, which was me at the time, um, to see if they wanted extra credit and to film them using the high definition cameras with a high definition camera. So I was like, oh, I'm signing up for this. And I put my name down next to this Steve Kuzja. I'm like, what's this K-U-Z-J? Like, how do you say that name? <laughs> 
so I actually hadn't seen him. I had never met him before this. And we met that night at the volleyball game. And he, um, myself and another person from my class were both filming him and we were like taking turns with the camera. And he approached me and was like very forward. He put his arm on my shoulder like he had known me forever. And I was like, who do you think you are? Like, what are you thinking? And he was like, hey, so what do you think? Should I like wear my jacket or should I be in my t-shirt? Like, what do you think? Like what looks better on camera? Like trying to start conversation. And I just was like, I mean, whatever you want to wear, whatever you feel more comfortable in. Also, it's really hot in here. So maybe no jacket, but I I was not buying into it. I was like, this guy is weird. He's full of himself. Like he's like cares way too much about what he looks like. And that's just not my jam. I don't want the person that I'm like dating. And I wasn't even thinking about that at that time. I just wasn't really attracted to people who cared so much about their appearance. Um, so I just, I was, I was like not even thinking about like possible, a possible anything at that point. Um, at the end of the night, I was like, Hey, let's go. Like we're done. We finished. And he, Jen, who was also with us, who was also in our class, um, he, she was in my class and she was in a class with Steve as well, actually. Um, she was like, no, let's stay. But she was catching the vibe he was throwing but I was missing it. Like I had a date that night with the captain of the rowing team, the guy's rowing team. So I like, I like really wasn't thinking about it. Anyway, he asked me out, he gives me his card and he says, Hey, if you ever want to get coffee sometime, uh, here's my card. And I was like, what? And he just was like, you're doing this in front of us? Like in front of me? You're hitting on her in front of me, Steve? And he's like, what? Yeah, whatever. And and so anyway, I called him two days later and then we scheduled a date and scheduling. <laughs> and then we went on a date and then we've kind of been together since then, like with long distance included because we were, we stayed, we both ended up in the TV news business. So we moved around the country, the both of us a lot. So we were together, then we were apart, then we were together and then we were apart. We broke up, we went on a break then we got back together. Then we broke up and he dated someone else. Oh, I know. gosh. And then within two months, he like came back and like showed up out of the blue and like asked if I would please like go out with him again. And I was like, we're going to therapy. I don't trust <laughs> you anymore. And anyway, so like, just, it's been... It's that it was a long time. We were together for seven years before he proposed, and then we got married eight years later, so, or eight years total. Since oh, I was like, not like eight, eight years, years after later. the proposal, but we got married in 2015, and now it's 2021. So. Yeah, yeah. My, I met Philippe in 2007. Mm-hmm. Um. We got married in 2012. Okay. So he was we, – actually, we were both finishing grad school when we met. And you just had to wait. Yeah. I mean, we just – we do things in our own time. Yeah. <laughs> life. I, I know. It's, I love it. I love that you're such a ball buster of Steve, too. <laughs> <laughs> I Still am to this day. Like, I know. He's I know. a wonderful, wonderful person. 
He is a he is the best person I know. He is so sweet. He is so kind-hearted. He manages to somehow be empathetic and thoughtful and caring and he's also like charismatic and weird and so nerdy and anyway, he's such a wonderful person. I love him so much. Um just it, when I first met him like he he just was coming on really strong. He probably was nervous. Of course, I was just such a good catch. <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> He's also funny as all get out. <laughs> Thank you. He would really love that compliment. Feel free to pass that along to him. Oh, I don't like- know if he'll listen to this episode or not. <laughs> He might. He he might. I hope he does. I'll ask him to and and when he's um you know doing laundry someday or doing dishes someday. <laughs> he'll, he'll listen to it. That's amazing. Um what was your first thing you noticed about him? He He looked like a he he was very confident. He just was very like confident in a way that and he was also Steve's very good looking. So, he's very good looking. He's very confident. I'm and nodding to both of these so, things. So, I just was like the first thing I noticed was he was like he was a lot. Like he seemed like he was loud, he was confident, he was good looking. He just seemed like a like a person who wasn't going to be as empathetic as he is or wasn't going to be as thoughtful and kind. Like I think I was just I saw him and the loudness and the looks and the hair and the confidence. I was like this guy's going to be really full of himself. I just felt like his he was very loud. His all of like his personality, his look seemed very loud. <laughs> um So I think that would be like I just I was taken by his loudness in every ways you can imagine that word. <laughs> all the ways you can imagine that word. We may have to have the two of you on laughing with gingers as a duo, my other podcast, (laughs) because he is very loud. He would fit right in and you are very funny and play lots of pranks. I I do. I do. I I might be loud too, but in a different way. Yeah. Um, Like a quieter loud. I was just going to say that. (laughs) Like sneaky loud. (laughs) Like surprise loud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about the proposal. So Steve and I, um, at this point, we're both living in Los Angeles and, um, I'm trying to remember like where we were in our careers. He had been working at KTLA, um, for maybe a year at this point. And I had been working at Fox 11, um, here in Los Angeles for a little bit. And we were looking at houses. We were ready to move out of the apartment we were living in, and we were looking for our our house. And we had looked all over LA. And at this point, we were down in 
Manhattan Beach, Redondo Beach area. And there was this house that we really liked, but we weren't sure we were 100% sold on it. But it was the one we liked the most out of all of the houses that we had seen at that point. And that day, I remember Steve said he had to go to work right after... It was like such a weird day because I like he had to go to work at this specific time. I didn't have work that day, but I was going to the gym, so I went to the gym and then I I came back and I think I got gotten my nails done. I went to the gym, I came back, and so like Steve knew this, like that I went to the, and got my nails done and like had gone to the gym. And so I like was just wearing my gym clothes and I'm like, "Okay, let's go look at the houses because we have a schedule to go look. We were going to relook at that one house again and then we had one other house in that same area we were going to look at. And so he, um, so we were about to go and I'm like still wearing my workout clothes. I'm like, what? It wasn't that hard a workout. It's fine. And he's like, just like maybe put on some clothes. And I was like, Oh, like, come on. And, and so I put, I just threw on something. It didn't even match, but I was like, it's clothes. I put on like maybe some lip gloss. Like I, I didn't even do my makeup. I hadn't sho- like showered. I was just like, fine, I've got clothes on. Um, my hair was in a ponytail. I like didn't look like r- like fancy or anything. Um, and I share this because it kind of bugs me that in the video <laughs> that was taken, I'm like, oh, I look, I look great. I just, in my mind, would have tried a little harder. Um, So we go to look at the house. And I remember, I just, I don't know, I was in a cranky mood. I was confused because I was like, why did we drive the same car? You have to go to work. Like, we're going to have to rush. And now you're going so, you're you're dilly-dallying. Like, why are you dawdling at this house? So we went, got back to this house in Redondo Beach, and we're looking at it. And and our realtor is there. And he's like, pulls out his phone. And he like, acts like he's watching his phone. And I'm like, why is like, what is he doing? And then Steve's like, Hey, um, you want to go look in the fridge and see what's in there? Because something we were doing just kind of as an inside joke between the two of us is we were looking in all of the fridges of all of the places that we would visit because people, when they leave houses or when they're selling houses, they always have weird things in their fridges. And it's kind of like you get to learn more about the, who lived in the home beforehand by what's in the fridge. And so it was like our inside joke. And so he's like, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe what's inside the fridge. And so I went and I looked inside the fridge and there was a ring open in the box. And I like, I shut it really quick. I opened it and I shut it thinking that it was a joke. Like I thought he was pranking me and I didn't believe it. And I was like, you're kidding. You're kidding. This isn't, this isn't the moment. This isn't you doing this right now, right? Like you can possibly be proposing to me right now. In someone else's refrigerator. I'm like, this is it? (laughs) Poor Steve. And and Ed's just there recording us. And, and I look at Ed and I'm like, that's what you're doing, Ed. And then like Steve takes out the ring and like puts it in his hands and he like gets down on one knee and, and he opens the box to himself. (laughs) And then he said something along the lines of, and then he like turns it around. Um, he says something along the lines of like, I don't know if this is the house we're going to live in or not. Like, but I know that wherever I live or wherever we happen to be, and it was actually really sweet. Like it's going to make me cry a little. Um, but yeah, he said some really nice things and I said, yes. 
And I don't know, it felt like an outer body experience. I feel like I, other women I've heard have said this as well. Like, it feels like you're like, is this it? Like, this is the moment. Um, it's super weird. Yes, it's just the weirdest. So, so yeah, um, I, I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the house we looked at after that house ended up being the one that we ended up buying. Oh. Yeah. So. so you got engaged and then you found the right house. All in the same day. <laughs> all, all in a day's work. And he had called out sick to work that day. Um, and so like he actually hadn't ever planned to go into work, but I just was so confused because I'm like, it just sucks that we have to rush through all these houses because you have to go to work because now we have to drive back really quick. And anyway, it 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 didn't quite make sense in my head what was going on, like Steve's planning. I just, anyway. And Christine is not one to um, hold back on questions. She <laughs> I was just like, why? Why didn't we just take two cars? Like it would have made life so much easier than we wouldn't have to rush. And he was like, well, I just wanted to drive with you. And I was like, but that doesn't make actual like, str- like logical sense. So anyway, it all makes sense now. I just didn't know then that he was planning to propose. Oh, my God. I love that story so much. That is hysterical. And so you too. (laughs) There is a video of this on YouTube. I can share the the link. I I will put it in our show notes. (laughs) I don't talk about it much because there's like a little bit of PDA in it and I don't I'm not like big into PDA. I know. And I like, I remember feeling uncomfortable knowing that Ed was filming that. And I just was like, I don't want that. Do you feel that way? I do. It makes me like super, it just, I don't, I think it's from being a teacher for you. It's probably from being a journalist. I just don't want people watching me kiss someone. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like I don't want those eyes on me in like an intimate moment. So, did you do a wedding videographer? No, we didn't. I we didn't either, and that was one of the reasons we felt like uncomfortable with the idea that then later, like whoever down the road might watch that, like you know, family or like whatever, just felt strange to me. I just, I feel like it's harder for me to be in the moment when I know I'm being watched, I guess. Like, and maybe it's because of my experience behind the camera. And I personally feel more powerful or like more centered in who I am when I'm the one controlling the camera or when I'm behind the camera instead of in front of it. That might be what my thing is too, because as a photographer... Mm -hmm. I never thought about that. That's such a good point. I always thought it was because I was so busy hiding my personal life from all the students who were trying to rapidly Google me every time there was a computer around. (laughs) Probably. There might be some of that too. Yeah. And that could be it. I don't, I don't know. There's so, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's layers. We could go to therapy together. (laughs) That sounds like such a nice bonding experience for us. We could do that. Just we could go to therapy and maybe cry, get to know each other more. (laughs) I'm sure I would be crying just. 
Yeah, you and me both. We have a tendency to do that when we're talking to each other. That is true, actually. (laughs) And on that note, we are going to take a quick break on the wedding dish, and we're going to come back with Christina O'Donnell um, in just a couple seconds and chat about her actual wedding day. So hang tight. We will be right back. And we are back on The Wedding Dish. I am Sarah Alipin, joined by my little stinky Frenchie, Clouseau, and um, my amazing, who I'm sure smells like flowers, guest, Christine O'Donnell on The Wedding Dish today. It's going in my bio. Smells like flowers. (laughs) I haven't showered yet today. Have you? No. These are virtual. I don't have makeup on. My hair actually does need to be washed today. Who needs who need, I sh- I showered last night. I showered with my kids. It's like everybody in. Hose <laughs> you all do down that. together. We used to do that with mm-hmm. my mom when we were like little. It was so much fun because it was like playtime for yeah. my brother and me. I I hopefully my kids think the same thing because it is it's really fun. It's like we're all in here, and there's really call like there's a calmingness about being I think in the shower because of the heat and the the sound quality maybe the echo. Yeah, it's like we're all in a womb. Oh, it's creepy. Don't think about it, it is, too much. That is creepy, <laughs> but it is also kind of in a way calming, mm-hmm. comforting. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, so we are going to dish about your actual wedding day. So um, I know you had some crazy things happen at your wedding, but first, Mm -hmm. tell me what were some of the favorite moments you had at your wedding? My favorite moments, I think my favorite moment, there's a couple that are just like standing out to me. I really loved getting my makeup done with my, um, bridesmaids and my mother my mother my mom and my mother-in-law like that was really like it felt like a very like a girly sleepover time but we were all together we're all like oh we look like you look so good you look so good it's just like that was really fun so that taking photos with my girlfriends as well I loved doing that um seeing my dad like before we walked down the aisle together and he just like seemed so proud and happy, like just to be my dad. And just like, I remember I'm like actually going to cry about this because I, I think because things are happening so fast during your wedding and like you're thinking about all of the moving parts, even if you've hired someone to think about the moving parts for you, like you're still thinking about it. And my dad, like before it was time for us to walk down the aisle, he like pulled me back, like, and he's like, let's just stand here for a second and think about like this moment and just like take it all in and, and like remember this moment in our lives. And it was just really sweet that like my dad like took like the time to be like, let's slow down and let's take in this moment and just like, this is a big deal and I'm so happy for you and I love you so much and we're here together and like, this is like, you're getting married. (laughs) And I don't know, like that was like right before we walked down the aisle together and like with all the eyeballs looking at you and it was just kind of like, oh, we're centering ourselves before we we step forward, which was just really nice. And I actually think anytime you're going to be in front of a lot of people, that's a really smart thing to do is just to like calm yourself down and center yourself. 
And so, and so that moment sticks in my mind. Uh, then of course, like finally like getting down the aisle and the ceremony part, like felt very much like something for Steve and I, where we could just kind of like look at each other and like laugh with each other. Neither of us cried during the wedding, but we laughed a lot and we just kind of, that was really nice. Um, we did a prayer, like all of us together. And then there was like this moment where I think like we almost cried, but then, or I almost cried, but then I saw a bee going for Steve's best man, <laughs> his brother, Luke. <laughs> it was like, it just like kept flying around his head and, and Luke was like, <laughs> like trying to blow it away without moving. And it was so, so sweet and silly and it just came at the perfect time. Um so so there was those moments the the speeches were all really great um going out on the dance floor was really nice um Steve and I did like a silly first dance together that we choreographed um it was pretty special and also I I do have a video of it that I've never uploaded anywhere I don't know if I ever will have the guts to do it um but there was a f <laughs> the people at our wedding got to see that that performance um let me see yeah those were some of like the the best moments seeing my like just dancing with my friends on the dance floor afterwards is was really nice um just, I don't know, just being with people I hadn't seen in so long. Yeah. Weddings are just like a really nice time. <laughs> there are some really wonderful things. that so. And we got married in Minnesota at the St. Paul Boat Club. It was. It was really beautiful. I'm a rower, so it was nice to be back in the place that brought me to Minnesota, which was rowing. I was a recruited athlete and... It also so happened that that boat club used to be the place that was the place that Steve's parents met um, oh or like went on their first date because it used to be something called like the Sea Serpent. Um, it was like a dance a club bar thing back when his parents were younger. So it was kind of like sentimental in all these different ways. That's really lovely. I love that so much. Yeah, it's like those walls. If those walls could talk, if you could erase time and space, maybe we could be meeting there at the same time. Like, I don't know. That's weird, but yeah. That's crazy, but that's so cool. And I, it sounds really beautiful. I, of course, love Minnesota. I'm sure that comes as no surprise. I love, I love me some Midwest. <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah. there are so many beautiful spaces and beautiful views. And, it's just, it's just a, it's underrated. I was not expecting to love Minnesota the way I loved Minnesota. Um, cause I came from New York and when I, when I first was being recruited to the university of Minnesota, I was like, Psh, what's there cows? Like, what am I like, what am I going to like about Minnesota? And then I got there and the twin cities is a very vibrant place um, where there's all sorts of communities from all over the world and there's an art community and there's a news community. There's just so much going on. And then, and then there's this beautiful scenic lakes everywhere. So, and, and Minnesotans are crazy where they're like, Hey, it's going to be like freezing out today. Cause we're in Minnesota. I'm going to wear shorts. <laughs> 
And flip-flops. Yes, and flip-flops. I'm like, who are all of you crazy Minnesotans who are doing this? Because it's like my – it's so cold. That is – that is absolutely hysterical. And it's so true and I've never thought about it before. (laughs) It's like a thing. They're like, I'm so strong. Look at me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um. Well, Christine, we are rapidly running out of time um, because we didn't plan this well enough in advance, but that's okay because that's who we are and I would expect nothing else from either of us. Uh, But I would love to have you come back and share a little bit more about the wedding planning process. I'd love to have you come back and share a little bit about if there's anything you would have changed um, and just a little bit about this whole process of what you've been going through as a family in the last year, because you are currently planning a move across the country. And by the time you would come back, you will have moved across the country, um, which is a different kind of adventure. And I think it's an important conversation to have because we all, you know, as we go through these changes, the wedding is the beginning-ish. I mean, it's not the beginning beginning, but it's, it's the start, right? And then, and then you're, a different type of family that you maybe were before. Um, And so I think it would be a fun conversation to have after, you know, the move across the country and having gone to um, a wedding in Minnesota on the way. I know. Nuts. I know. I'm happy. I'm like, I want to talk about all those things, but I see the time ticking by. Um, I think the craziest thing that happened was my husband and my bridesmaid's cell phone were stolen. And we found out after the fact that it was someone who was a part of the caterers. One of the caterers had stolen them. And we found this oh out gosh. because pictures were uploaded to the iCloud account <laughs> of one of the, the, the people's phones. So that was never, the craziest thing. Never steal the phone of an investigative reporter. That is just <laughs> the worst person. I mean, that's like stealing the phone of an FBI agent. <laughs> Close. Close, not quite, but close. Um, I'd love to come back. That would be awesome. Um, where can people find you online, Christine? Um, well, you can find me on my Instagram at the Christine OD. Um, you can also find my community of uh, independent, professional, and passionate podcasters at Bright Sighters Pro. And um, there, it's a free community for podcasters who are looking to grow their shows. And they're also looking for support. There are some paid parts of the membership as well, if you are interested in that. But mostly, there's just free information about how to grow your podcast and get support along the way. And we'll link to that in the description and in the show notes for you all. Um, So just a little background. I met Christine separately, but I am part of the Bright Siders community. And um, it's really lovely. It's so many wonderful podcasters who are just there to support one another, elevate one another, and answer each other's questions. And then, of course, Christine is there as the guiding light through the whole process with a ton of knowledge about everything podcast-related, even things that you don't necessarily consider to be podcast-related, like using a camera. Um, So (laughs) I know we think of it as audio, but some of you may have video podcasts as well. So um, 
Anyway, I highly recommend checking her out. I highly recommend staying up to date with her. And um, I would follow her on Instagram for sure because she's always sharing a ton of information about podcasting. Um, And she's just a lovely, generous soul. So I um, definitely encourage all of you to stay up to date with Christine. Thank you, Sarah. Of course, of course. Well, thank you all for joining us today on The Wedding Dish. Christine, thank you for coming on to The Wedding Dish. It is always so lovely to see you. Um, and I'm really excited for everyone to get to hear your story that you shared today and the rest of the story, which you will share at a later date. Um, you can find The Wedding Dish on Instagram at theweddingdishpodcast.com. And our website is theweddingdishpodcast.com. You can grab show notes, trim transcripts, apply to be a guest, um, and you can donate to us so that we can keep bringing you juicy wedding tips and tricks for couples and wedding pros alike. Um, Follow, rate, and review, and we will catch you next week on The Wedding Dish. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Bye, Christine. Bye, Sarah. Bye, Clouseau. (laughs) 